Hey guys, this video is sponsored by Ibble. Make sure you guys download the app, follow me, and talk to me on there. Hey guys, welcome back to The Blair White Project, episode 11, Tommy Vexed. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. Thanks I'm for good. coming out to Austin. You flew out from Nashville, just moved yes. there. Yes, Thank you for flying me out. Yeah, it finally very, left LA. I know, very nice hotel. The flight was great. As you yeah. deserve. Oh, I appreciate it. Very, yeah. This is a very bougie setup. Is it? We've come a long way. Well, yeah, because I was on oh, the other, oh, I... I was at, at the Hollywood at your apartment. Oh God. Yeah, the old oh, setup. I yeah. literally forgot. Yeah. No, Isn't it's... it crazy how much life has changed since then? Yeah. For both well, of us? Well, I mean, it's like, it's great. I like I like seeing my friends win. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, winning. You know? Sick dig. Yeah. So, you finally left LA. I did. I was wondering for the longest time how you were standing it. You lasted longer than me. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I had commitments and I had, like, lawsuits and, th you know what I mean? Like, there was so much going on. Um, that I, when I wasn't on tour, I had to be there, you know what right. I mean? And so, um, you know, and then once the time I had like, I have an internal, like, like knowing and I actually, I had like got myself set up to move to Nashville. Wasn't supposed to be there till March 15th. And in, in like early or mid February, I was driving to the gym and I was in traffic and something was like, turn around, pack up your shit and get the fuck out of here. And so I literally turned around packed up my whole shit and most of my apartment was already packed up because i was planning to move and i live out of a suitcase because i tour so i'm like yeah. constantly you know, i always have one suitcase packed like in case i get a call this is how i live yeah so i just packed everything up threw it in my truck drove to arizona hung out with my friends there for a couple of days and i literally did like a spiritual journey where i just met with like sober people and like I went to f churches and I met with a, like uh, a Reiki healer and then I did breathwork oh, wow. meditation. So I traveled all over, you know, from LA to Nashville. I did like four stops in Texas. Oh yeah, we hung out when you were in Austin going yeah, yeah. through. Yeah, I was yeah. like, holy shit, you're driving the whole way. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's whatever. But it's actually liking? really, it, it's actually really cool to just drive. Yeah, I love driving. Yeah. Um, are you liking Nashville? Is it good for you? I don't like it. Oh, you don't like it? No, no. So yeah. I, I leased a place there. Um, cause I was going to buy something, but then I, I don't want to get stuck someplace I don't like. And here's the thing with Nashville. It's cool if you are into country music and you like drinking, but that's yeah. all there is to do. And I'm sober and I'm like into like rock and hip hop and whatever. That's true. It's a drinking <clears throat> city for sure. Yeah. So the thing is I lived in Vegas in 2017 cause I had a, I had a sober companion client and the thing, the difference between Vegas and Nashville is Vegas has tons of shit to do. So if you don't yeah. drink and don't gamble in Vegas, there's shows all the time. There's bands constantly touring through there. There's like 10 zoos. There's like Alliance Sanctuary. Yeah. There's, you know, the there's an the aquarium, there's multiple aquariums. Um, you know, and so and you know, there's just so much more to do if you want to go do something that's not Yeah. You, you know, so my I live in a loop, which is good. Because I'm getting ready for tour, but I'm bored to tears. Yeah. And so then Nashville. Like, you want to go to Austin? I'm like, yes. Yeah, perfect. Then. <laughs> Nashville's a little ratchet, too. Like, I feel like every time I'm there, something just like insane happens. Like, I got this disgusting prison tattoo last time I was there. These like two people tattooed me, and I. Well, that's on talk you. To <laughs> that's no, it's on the city. Girl, that's your fault. That's not. No, I'm gonna blame the city. Okay. I'm not like you. If you got a chicken scratch tattoo, who's gonna notice? I'm like, I have, like, I've got that plenty thing. of bad tattoos. Right. Yeah, I just cover them up with other shitty tattoos. Right. <laughs> or just black it out, you know, just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
let's get it out of the way sure. so that we don't have to talk about it anymore because you've so moved on. But obviously, huge rise to fame for you with the band Bad Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the breakdown of that, where you're at now, and everything that happened. Because I feel like every time I'm in a fucking Uber, I hear yeah. your songs in Bad Wolves every single time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still like everywhere I go, I get recognized, right? And, oh, and so you have to look at the metrics. You know, when I was in the band, um, you know, Zombie, obviously, billions of streams with just that one song alone. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's at 500. It's like at 550 million views on YouTube. Uh, and, you know, then the other songs like Remember When and Hear Me Now, 70 million, 50 million. How low videos have like 20 to 10 million. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like obviously in 2020, I was very outspoken on Instagram, uh, which is another reason why my, you know, my Instagram was, was deleted. I just actually got word back from Instagram directly because I was attempting to get my account back. Um, and it has been banned for life. My God. Yeah. You're on your like yeah. third Instagram. But what I don't get is like, why? Because I mean, We've been following each other for a while. I've never seen you post any crazy shit. It's not that. It's that the the institution, the music industry as an institution are so record labels. Um, record labels ha spend millions of dollars with advertising on the metaverse. So they will spend you know a couple million dollars depending on who's on their roster in ad space for their artists on Facebook and Instagram. So right. they leverage those relationships. Um, and I needed to be silenced because for multiple reasons, because, um, you know, I have contacts in the government. I can find if you've ever broke the law or done anything wrong, I it doesn't matter if it's a sealed document. I have access to anything. And because of who you know. Yeah. And and then so there was a situation where the, I was kind of in it in a in a dispute with someone and I and I was I exposed them. Um, and it. The narrative, the narrative that they were trying to portray me in the press was kind of capsized, almost like a Titanic, by the actual legal documents and truth. Was this someone in Bad Wolves? It's just, it's an anonymous person. Oh, okay. We we we've you know we're in a you know it doesn't matter. Okay. The case is closed. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so, you know, and then with Bad Wolves, same thing. Like we had a we went to court. It was very ugly, uh, but at the end of the day, everybody f felt like. We settled our differences in court, and we had, you know, I I walked away extremely happy. They walked away extremely happy. Oh, good. Apparently, and uh, you know, and then we just kept it moving. You know what I mean? So, but isn't it so sad that like the state of the entertainment industry in general, not just music, is like, I mean, for people who don't know, you were kicked out of the band essentially, or you left because you were expressing right wing opinions, right? That was the whole deal. Well, I couldn't be kicked out of the band. Well, the there's a lot of confusion around what happened. Right. I own the band. So I was the owner of the name and I was one of the primary songwriters. There were only two owners. So the drummer and me co-owned the band together. I financed the band in the beginning. I got the band its record deal because I had spent time as this, the front man of Five Finger Death Punch after. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Ivan had to go to, I was trying to help him get sober and then he wound up having to go to rehab. And the band didn't want to cancel their European tour. So in 2017, I stepped in and I sang for their entire tour. Oh, that's so so cool. I got kind of famous overnight from that. Right. And, you know, I'd, I've been in the music business for 20 years. I've been in underground bands and whatever. I've done my thing. I've done had some notable stuff that I've done. But that was, you know, they're a massive, huge band. And we were playing in European 
festivals for between 110 to 300,000 people a night. Right. You know, with bands like Rammstein and just craziness. Huge. Yeah. But like beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. So all of a sudden I got thrusted into this position and then I was in, uh, you know, and so I, I, this is, I, I don't want to get into the whole long story of it, but, you know, the the basics is, you know, there were two writing, writing like factions and it was like the drummer would go with his buddy and he would write songs and then I would write songs with my writers and then we called it a band. Right. You know what I mean? But the, the band members weren't part of the recording process or the writing process or any of that stuff. So it was kind of like Nine Inch Nails if there were two guys. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when when the split happened, I was I was asked to leave because of cancel culture, because of my political views had got me, you know, I was told that that I was canceled at radio and I was causing all these problems. So I literally voluntarily stepped down and quit. Okay, you voluntarily left. Under okay. false pretenses. And then mo- okay. all this shit started coming up and then people didn't uphold their deal, then lawsuits were filed there was some racist arguments there were things that were said that you know and so you know it got really ugly and you know like i'm a tea spiller you know and it's yeah you are well the thing is i'm like i don't like like my whole thing is don't fuck with me and the and the problem is that there's you know you're dealing with a lot of egos and a lot of very powerful men who are very you know like they're not they're used to getting their way Mm. you know and they have a lot of money and um but I've, you know, again, like, I come from Brooklyn. I know what it's like to fucking be bullied. You know, I've had, I was in a witness protection program because not only did my twin brother, who's a gangster, almost murder me in 2010, and then he hired somebody to kill me while he was on the lam running from the from the cops, running from the FBI. I know what it's like to survive. So I can't really be intimidated by these people, and they really don't like that. So, yeah. you know, again, I'm in a, and then currently, you know, so my, my Instagram got deleted, you know, the, we had a settlement, everybody walked away, they put out a record with another singer, they're all doing tours and happy-go-lucky, and I'm... Were you actually getting canceled, though? Because I know that, like, it's easy sometimes to say, like, oh, cancel culture, but it's like, were people actually mad at you? Because I've only ever seen positive reception towards you. Um, so there's a, there's a, so this is the interesting factor, like, we live in two different Americas, right? Yeah. And it's not really about cities versus rural and suburbs it's collegiate uh indoctrination versus working class yeah so in the music industry you have to go to college to work at you know radio at the radio station you have to go to you have to be you have to go to school for media training if you're going to work in the media most of these people have a liberal arts background and they've been fully the during their most formative years as young people the these indoctrination camps or colleges which i call them um they they basically are in charge with the task of molding the future generations belief systems and so these these people all work there they're already been victimized by a faulty pro-socialist mental um indoctrination and so the ideas that i was saying that are just kind of, like I don't really I'm not like a conservative or a liberal. Or the, I, I'm a constitutionalist. And you're like a common senseist, from what I've seen. You, I've never seen you post well, anything yeah. that's radical. No, I mean I'm radical with. A, listen, there's a lot of things that are that I'm. I understand radicalism, right? You empathize with it. 
No, I fundamentally understand that the history of this country was based on radicalism. It was our country, our, our forefathers were being abused by their government and decided to overthrow their government and establish a new nation. Right. Right. So like, you know, it, you know, yesterday Joe Biden, there was a video which looks like a computer generated. It was so CG, crazy. CGI video of him his saying eyes. Yeah, and his mouth didn't really match. And people were like, "Oh, everything's a conspiracy theory." But everything that is a conspiracy becomes true in six months. You know what I mean? Right. And, so, and you get banned for saying it, and then suddenly, yeah, like yeah. CNN says it, just like Dr. Burks like went on air yeah, the other day yeah. and said that they overplayed their hand with the vaccine. It doesn't really work. And I'm like. How the fuck can she say that when well, for the last two years you've gotten your life ruined for saying Well, it? people got fired too, you know? So, you know, it's just, look, there's no accountability. There's no trust in the government. There's no truth. There's no nothing, right? And so, you know, for example, Joe Biden is like, you know, you can't be pro-America um, and pro-cop if you're pro-insurrection. And I'm like, well, that's not true. Right. That's not true. Think about uh, how the country was founded. Well, yeah, I mean, like, well, you could call the Boston Tea Party an insurrection if you want. Right. Right. There's a lot of things you could call. The Civil War had multiple insurrections because people were fed up with slavery. Right. Right. Was it wrong? No, they had a war. Right. That's why the good you, guys you, won. Yeah, and you can, oh, the Republicans. <clears throat> you know, even the good guys the have way. to get radical sometimes. Yeah. That's just yeah. how it goes. It's but just. Do you think that video really was? Because like I'm so fascinated by it because it's one of those things that I feel like we have to make a disclaimer. We're not saying for sure it was doctored. No, no, I don't. But is look, it? I don't know. But <laughs> it's one of two things. Either either Biden is hopped up on methamphetamine. Probably that, and you wouldn't be the first president. Yeah, to. yeah. Or or it's doc. Or it's just a you know look, we people. Are like that's crazy there's no way they would do that i'm like bro these people are in bed with disney they have access to the same people who make the the met the um multiverse and doctor strange movies and made thanos and all this shit. you know what i mean they could easily right, they make a video open yeah they could easily make right. a video that is a, a deep fake like there's a guy on twitter who literally is tom cruise he's just I've a deep that. fake it's crazy yeah you can't it looks exactly like him so yeah you know, so I don't really, I, you know. Who's to say? I don't fucking. The bottom line is that it's a. It was a clown speech, whether it was digital or real. <laughs> oh, Hopefully, yeah. this is clown shit. Not to mention the shit that was said, which was stupid. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah. I don't know. We got, we got off on a tangent, but yeah. But either way, you left Bad Wolves. There was a lawsuit. You guys are over it now. Yeah, yeah. Moved on to better things. You have a solo project now. Or it's not a solo project. Well, I but... went solo in 2021 20, 20, almost immediately after. I was the first artist in the entire world to go on tour after COVID. So oh, wow. the only reason touring started last year is because every, even though all the, they all hate me, but they watch me. And they were watching my Instagram and they're like, Tommy Vex is on tour in Texas and he's playing shows. And you know what I did? I did free meet and greets. I'm in. Hundreds of people a night for free. Did you ever catch COVID? No. Wow. Because I took hydroxychloroquine. Beep. Ooh. Better beep that Ooh. out. Yeah. Because I took <laughs> the medicine and I didn't get sick. <laughs> and you can't talk about it. Like, right? right? Like, you can't talk about it. Right. And, um, that says something, and, though, and, because. And when I kept in touch with all the people. Like, listen, I was, everyone was in my DMs. I'm like, if you get COVID after this show, please contact me. Let me know. Right. Everyone would check in with me every day. You know, we only did 10 shows, right? But so you got probably a couple thousand people just hitting me up. And I'm like, anybody got COVID? Nope. Nobody. Well, I'd say that's a fucking success. Well, the whole tour was sold out, too. It was hilarious. 
Yeah, I went to the one in uh, oh, Hollywood. No, no, Hollywood. It was oh, uh, oh, the whiskey. Whiskey a go go. That was a, that was the, the next tour. The staff was so evil. Yeah, because okay, so that's a very interesting story. So the whiskey call uh, hits hits up my manager a couple days before the show and is like, the mask mandates are back. <clears throat> and then my manager's like, bro, we got a problem. And I'm like, okay. So, and they wanted to do vaccines and masks to get into my show. Which your fans would not go for. I would never do that to them. Right. Right. I literally died on this hill. Yeah. I, I've, I only have done, in 2021, every single show I did was no mask mandate, no vaccine mandate. I canceled, I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars canceling multiple shows I because I refused to subject my fans and my supporters to hypocrisy. That's the level of my integrity. I don't care about money. And so, you know, I had a meeting with the owner of the whiskey. We know each other 20 years. Yeah. And we had lunch the day, day of the show. And I was like, hey, I have to cancel the show. And he's like, bro, what are you talking about? He's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And he's like, bro, they're going to give us a fine. And I'm like, how much is the fine? He's like, well, it's probably going to be like five grand or something. I'm like, cool. This is what we're going to do. If the health department shows up, I want you to take it out of my pay. I'm not putting masks on these people. I'm not making them show a vaccine card. This is America. And he, you know, he was in total agreement. but this is the thing. They, the, it, the establishment and the government tried to bully people in, by, with fines. It's what they did to yeah. Ian Smith. He went and he wound up beating all those cases. Yeah. He got his Instagram back. Why can't you get yours? Because he doesn't have people paying tens of thousands of dollars to keep him off the internet. Yeah. I'm in an Alex Jones like phase. You kind of are. Yeah. So I'm like the Alex Jones of metal, even though, you know, I really want to meet him, by the way. I know you guys are friends. I know. He's going through a lot today. And that today is the trial. So. Oh, is it? It's part of the trial. There's like a lot of shit going on at the trial yeah. today. But. Okay. Anyways, hi, Alex. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the frogs. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys posted the picture together, I was like, I have to say it. <laughs> it's like they're turning the frogs. So, you're game, right. Boys. Someday we're all going to hang out. No, no matter what, it's going to happen eventually. But I just want to hear the backstory on that whole thing. On what? On the frogs. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, his whole thing is like there's chemicals in the water turning the frogs. And he has all yeah. the fucking evidence for it. And it's actually the least crazy thing he says. Yeah. He does yeah. a lot of crazy shit that's yeah, actually yeah. the most sane. All right. There you go. <laughs> right. So we like characters here. Yeah. So how does it work with obviously the way the music industry works now is like social media is everything, whether you're on a label or not. It's like social media is how you do it. So the fact that you're banned so much. Well, yeah. So so I'll talk about the transition. So, you know, I had a very successful tour in, in summer of 2021 and I promoted the tour solely through Instagram. Right. Then in October, my Instagram got yanked, which we know why. And, um, you know, it was a financial, it was a financed hit and, um, you know, it probably cost me 40% of my, of my show attendance on the following tour with struggle Jennings. So I saw an immediate difference. Um, and then we went through other channels to try to boost it up. And then, um, you know, what I did, basically what I found is that, you know, as Facebook and Instagram continue to bottleneck and the, and they're doing it to everybody. Right. So there's. You know, I have tons of friends who are influencers of all kinds, you know, the fitness industry, the porn industry, the political industry, everyone's getting bottlenecked because Instagram is changing its formats to make it more of a, um, it's more like network television 
where every story, every, if I look at your story, the next thing is a commercial. Next person's story, commercial. Yeah. It's a commercial after, it's just commercials. Yeah. Everything is commercials. It's very TikTok-y now too, which I well, hate. Well, they always do that because they're dying, right? Yeah. So what happens, what's happened is Instagram has, the community guidelines of Instagram have violated the people so badly that people are not going on there. So you have conservative people going to Rumble, you and you have all the artists going to TikTok. Mm -hmm. So I started a TikTok two and a half months ago. I have 300,000 followers in two and a half months. Sick. I have two, I have a song that's going, I have three songs that went viral. Um, as a result, I've charted on Billboard every month since I put songs out on TikTok. Oh, number four, number 10, number 17, and number 20. I'm outselling arena rock bands from viral TikTok videos. And it's not new fans. It's the millions and millions and millions of people who supported Bad Wolves that don't know where I am. And right. the labels thought they were, they did it, they thought they erased me and that people will forget. But yeah, the, you can't have that kind of success like you did with Bad Wolves and then you're gone from it. And then like people are going to look for you. Yeah, but it's like, it's like what the Jews and the Romans did to Jesus, right? It's like the premise of crucifixion. They killed the guy and they made him into a fucking legend. Right, they've every time the leftists go after somebody and they martyr somebody, they immortalize them through their sacrifice. And so, you know, so Alex true. Jones is not going to go anywhere. He's they more powerful than ever. Well, actually. like they couldn't get rid of Dave Chappelle, they can't get rid of Joe Rogan. And basically, right. at this point, cancel culture has has kind of died. Right? It's like it's like the movie It. You know, like how the clown is uses fear. And that's what it feeds off of, and then it kills the kids or the adults or whatever. But when they stand up to it and they fucking, uh, they verbally fucking stand up to it, it shrinks. Cancel culture kind of canceled itself out. Like, I feel like for a long time, the threat of cancel culture was so intense for artists, for celebrities, influencers, whatever, people that even the ones that now are standing up at one time were not, right? They were so yeah, scared. Yeah, but now yeah. I feel like if you just communicate through your actions and your words and your behavior that you don't really give a fuck, how do you really hold someone's feet to the fire who doesn't give a fuck? You well, know? yeah, my, I mean, it's like, you know, they've, they've gone on extensive financial campaigns. I mean, dude, I got fake me too'd. You know what I mean? Like I had, uh, and I don't even know if the label was involved in this, but I had an ex-girlfriend who's a fucking alcoholic and was a sex worker and cheated on me. I caught her. We broke up. We had a toxic relationship. I've been sober for 13 years. Like I had to deal with this, not this, these insane outbursts and violence for a couple months, at month three, I left. Was and that, was that? I, I'm not at liberty to say a person's name at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so I, I basically bounced, and then, you know, COVID happened, and she tried to extort me for $100,000. And she was like, if you don't give me this money, I'm going to say that you beat me. And I, I literally remember laughing. I was like, go for it. And then a couple weeks later, I hadn't talked to her. I didn't see her. I started dating somebody else. Um, and then I got a call from a detective saying... He had questions, oh so I got God. a lawyer, went to court, no criminal charges filed, no evidence of domestic violence, no bruises, no black eyes, no nothing, nothing. And I'm 260 pounds and like an amateur bodybuilder, uh, and there's no way that I could hit a person and not absolutely destroy them, especially a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Isn't then, that so fucked up, though? Like, But this is the Me Too culture. It's like everything, you know, there are the new ambulance chasers in Hollywood are the Me Too attorneys, and they know how to do this. And basically, what they their hopes is that it never goes to trial. 
They want to get hush money. And because it's it's so effective and people are so cowardly, they just pay for it to go away. And I was like, no. And so in order to make an example out of me for say, for saying no, they went on a fucking on a on a media tirade. So I said no. They then they filed a restraining order, which I was being stalked. I was being harassed. It was proved in court. The women I was dating was being harassed, and in court, they gave her uh, a online bullying restraining order because I had posted evidence of prostitution on my Instagram. I basically just I got fed up with all the harassment, and they were doing this on purpose to get a reaction out of me, and I spilled the tea. And the and the thing is, is too, is that she her she was having a, a financed sexual relationship she was a prostitute for a very prominent celebrity and if if i came out and showed the evidence which is screenshots text messages that implicated this man he's so famous it would have ruined her whole career in her profession she would have been outed because she was moonlighting as a secondary job so they protected her but in doing so they used the fact that an ro was was issued to fucking go to the papers and they went on all the media and they tried to drag me. They also they also violated my constitutional right to freedom of speech and they violated my second amendment right because during the period of where you have a restraining order you're not legally allowed to possess a firearm. Oh. And I'm a celebrity, right? Right. Who, who has who's who's already gone through a fucking uh, an attempted murder. I was I was almost murdered in 2010 and I have stalkers. Right. So this is why I'm always afraid for like I have a lot of male friends in the industry and I'm like just be careful what bitches you talk to because no, it's crazy. A, I mean there's a like that's the other thing too is like another another reason to silence me is like I know who all the prostitutes are. They're all friends. You know what I mean? Feel free to name names, Tommy. I'm not going to drop it on here. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, I'm not trying to like, you know, that's the, you know, I, I'm not even trying to get into all that, but had to try. But so that was another that so basically that was a leverage point because in the music industry, up until that happened, they had nothing on me. They didn't have anything. They're like, he's a Trumper, he's an anti-vaxxer, blah, blah, blah. And people, the people are like, so are we. So what? Right. So they had to come up, they had to cultivate the, a story that I was a woman beater in order to fucking get leverage to say, we're, this is a bad guy, we're getting rid of him. Right. Well, meanwhile, people on the same label, like in Motley Crue, who have multiple domestic violence charges have raped women have killed a guy all protected See, other other bands other bands who who had who were convicted of criminal domestic violence for beating women who who served time protected speaking of domestic violence yeah accusations allegedly nicole arbor Oh, yeah. I mean, Nicole Arbor called my ex who did this, and then that's how she cooked up the whole story for Ryan Upchurch. Nicole gave her the... I have the... I have... So I refuse... I mean, look, me and Nicole, people think we dated. We literally hung out for a week. Literally a week. Weren't you, like, quarantining in Mexico or something? That was the story. We got... No, we... So we met on the internet on election night, and we did, like, a live together talking shit. And I asked her on a date because I thought she was funny. Um, you did because of dear fat people. Yeah, well, I used to be fat, so I think fat, I, like I, 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 I guess have that a, was her one hit. I have, yeah, I mean, but anything that's offensive comedy, I 
like because I'm from Brooklyn and like we fucking make fun of everything. Yeah. So anyway, and also I had I have a history of dating like super super hot chicks, right? Fitness models, mo- like Instagram models, strippers, sex work, like porn stars, like all that. And I'm like, something is wrong with me. I need to date somebody who's like different. Right. So I'm like, I'll date this kind, you know, this kind of like pudgy comedian. She's really funny. And she's like, you know, and so, <laughs> you know, whatever, like she like, so I was like, I got to change. So I really rolled the dice and I literally <laughs> went like, if this is how fucked up I am. I'm like, I'm going to give this girl, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And I landed on literally the, the fucking, bitch. yeah, literally like the, the Emperor Palpatine of crazy hoes. Like for backstory. So she's been accused by our mutual friend Matt, Matthew Santoro who I didn't know about at the time okay yeah I mean that was a whole until, thing like until years ago where he made a video saying that she assaulted him and the was a crazy bitch and so she played the angle right she said he, he did to her what my ex did to me and I, and that's how she got in there with me Oh, and wow. I was like, holy shit, this is horrible. Oh, yeah, because she I tried to flip believe. it on him. Yeah, yeah. So she had that whole so- song and dance. She also, like, researched me. She changed the backstory of her life to ma- me similar to mine. She's a, a living catfish. That's She's so like the funny. talented Mr. Ripley. And so I'm like, this girl's man cool. I really like her. Like, I can't believe we have so much in common. I'm like, you know, maybe I got it right this time, you know? And I had just been going through the fucking previous court case. And then I went to Dallas to meet her to go on um, The Blaze. So we did a show on The Blaze, and she did her show and I did one, and uh, and then we got COVID from Glenn Beck. Like, Glenn Beck got, had COVID and then called her and was like, I got bad news. What I'm, a story this is. I have COVID. Way. So then we got stuck in a hotel together okay. for Christmas. We were supposed to just, like, meet in Dallas, 48 hours in Dallas, and go to Mexico, and then just, like, chill in freedom for the holidays because both of our parents were like COVID scared. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, well, no, we're like, fuck this shit. So anyway, we both get COVID. I'm hella sick. She's hella sick. It was, it was fucking whack. And now we got, you know, we got stuck together longer. So we had to, we canceled the flights until we tested negative, And then we booked the rebooked the flights and we're like, cool. So, you know, the whole time we were sick, it was kind of like, Oh, this is like, you know, obviously we weren't, fucking or anything like we're like you know got fucking respiratory infections we're like, it's totally gross i got ho- like i got hotel rooms with two beds we're like separate quarantine <laughs> beds dying you know what i mean like it wasn't cute and yeah. then we got we you know we go to the the everything went wrong it was literally god trying to be like don't go to mexico with this bitch motherfucker like nigga you need to run and i didn't get the memo i'm just like no we'll go to mexico fuck it you know because right. i'm like dumb and resilient and and then shit started getting weird and then it was like you know um weird like how well she 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 would when first she was like on some like who are these girls on instagram and i'm like bro i just went through this like i'm not doing this again you know it's like well this is a bad it's like professionally it's a bad look for me and blah blah blah. i'm like cool so like i literally the second day we're in mexico i'm like i unfollowed a bunch of my female friends and i'm like as soon as i leave here i'm refollowing them and i'm done with this Cause I, I'm like, she started acting like throwing a tantrum. I'm like, I, I just pause, like I freeze up now. I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I'm going to swim with dolphins. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. I'm just going to enjoy my time in Mexico. 
And again, I've been in the witness protection program. I've been through hell. So I'm like, I can deal with this. And I'm like, I'm like, I was in a relationship with the most craziest bitch. This is this will be fine. Wrong. Oh my god. Wrong. Wrong. So anyway, she goes to fucking uh she like one I I was like, hey, I'm gonna go on I'm in I'm sober, I'm in the program. Yeah. So I had like Zoom meetings. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go do my meeting with my men's group and talk about what's going on and like all the stuff going on and check in with my sobriety guys. Um, can I be in, you know, I'm gonna can you know, you find a someplace to go for an hour in the hotel. This girl goes to the bar. Oh god. So she goes to the bar, ties one off. What does that mean? Like she gets, you know, she Just got she, she got lit up. Okay. And uh comes back and I guess she I for oh, I didn't unfollow my friend. I missed one of them. Oh my god. And she was like, "I told you about this." And I'm like, "Bro." And I'm like, "Bro, please like I, I I'm a fucking grown ass man. Like please stop with this." And she was like, "No." And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, "Dude, I don't there's nothing to talk about. Like you're being ridiculous." That's crazy. So she took ripped the phone, the the phone phone, like the hotel phone, ripped it out of the wall, launched it at my head. It smashed like I ducked, it smashed against the wall. And like, you know, immediately, like I was a bouncer for years. I've had people fucking throw shit at me, swing at me, like whatever. So I'm like, she's standing on the bed. She had like launched it at me and was like in full on attack mode. And I'm like super triggered. And I'm like, I just sat down on the, on the couch. Uh, I sat down on the chair uh, and I'm like, this is out of control. Holy shit. We need to calm down. I'm like, I'm very tired and I think I need to go to sleep and we should discuss this in the morning. And it wasn't even late, but I, I grew up in a violent household. And so I fall asleep. Like if I'm in a, like, this has happened many times with my former girlfriend. Like she'd like, you know, scratch me or bite me. Like go, she want to go through my phone or like, you know, she, she did MMA. So she like almost broke my collarbone one time. Like there's been times where she's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like wrestle her to the ground and like put her hands to her side. Cause she won't stop trying to hit me. And like I get exhausted, like it's mentally exhausting, a- absolutely exhausting. So I just like I'm going to sleep. So I go to sleep now, and I'm officially done. Like in my mind, I'm like, bro, like we're not even fucking. Like I'm like I'm. We done. gotta work on who you're picking, by the way. <laughs> I'm not picking Holy anybody. Shit. I've been single for two years. Good. You know what I mean? Like, and I like anybody I date. I'm like, hey, this is a li- like, this is a limited time offer. Like I don't. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm like, you, you got 48 hours with me, and I'm out of here. And I keep it moving. And my life is really good this way. Good. It's, it's fucking sick. Good. Anyway, so <laughs> I wake up the next morning and the whole room is cleaned. The The phone has been replaced, which I had to pay for, the broken phone. There are post-it notes all over the fucking hotel room, like love letters. Oh, like, that's so crazy. Yeah, on everything, on the toilet seat, on my luggage, on the safe where my fucking p- passport is. So like on and the door. And how long have you known her at this point? Uh, couple weeks, oh, like so on the internet, crazy. but we had only met. It was probably the eighth day of us having been in person. In, oh, wow. uh, yeah, or maybe like the no, because we quarantined, so probably we had known each other for two weeks. And there's That's all this, these crazy, like you're my king, and like I'm like, yo, nigga, like, <clears throat> like that was more scary than the phone throw. Yeah, because like it's like this is still I'm like, you know, the normal thing to do in a situation like this 
is like maybe not be there when I wake up. Maybe have ordered breakfast and then say, hey, when you're ready to talk, I would like to apologize. Maybe one note saying, I'm sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, notes. And then late, even, crazy. and then so, you know, we had, we were supposed to go to swim with the dolphins. I'm like, I'm swimming with the motherfucking dolphins. And so, you know, I booked a flight. We went to the dolphins. I came back, I took a shower, and the car came to pick me up. And, I gave her a high five and got on the fucking in the van and went to the hotel. And then in the airport, and I went to the airport. In the airport, I refollowed all my friends. Then I got on the plane. I was and I was on Instagram, like going home from Mexico. She's still there. So a couple of my my homies hit me up, especially my girlfriends I unfollowed. They're like, what's going on? They're like, what's the tea, big guy? I'm like, oh, she's crazy. They're like, we heard, heard about this girl. I was like, thanks for telling me after the fact. So I just dipped. And um, I went home, and then she tried FaceTiming me, and Dorothy called me and was like, are you okay? You know, uh, Dorothy and I like had a duet together. She's a singer in a rock band, okay. and um, we're very, very good friends, another sober friend of mine. And she's like, uh, Nicole hit me up and said that you were going to hurt yourself. I'm like, hurt myself? I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like Then Andy Frisella called me. He's like, bro, are you good? Then Zoltan from Five Finger Death, but this girl went in my friends list and started telling people that I fucking oh my god like all this crazy shit, starting this nonsense. So she's now Nicole's blowing me up, blowing me up, blowing me up. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Bro, what?" I'm like, "We're done." I'm like, "What do you not understand?" I'm like, "You tried to hit me with a phone." What a crazy. And bitch. then she's like, "You fucking did." She's like, "You did. You said you were gonna kill me." I was like, "Okay, bro." Like she started in with all this nonsense. I'm like, "No." Like, I'm not even, I don't even want to talk to you. Just lose my number. I was like, listen, I know you have a bad reputation. I'm like, I just went through this shit. I would never drag you. I was like, just go get help. Please leave me be. Go find a new dude. Enjoy Mexico. Let me know if you need anything. You know what I mean? And she was like, well, I want $6,000. I'm like, cool. Send her $6,000. Don't even get six. I don't know. Don't care. That's how, (laughs) like, I'm like. (laughs) I was like, cool. It's going to be fucking $20,000 if I take you to court. So I'll just pay you six grand. Get the fuck. Don't talk to me ever again. That's crazy. So she extorted me for six grand. She got the money. And- I don't understand why she's so like, I guess it's a little less now, but at the time, especially like conservative media is like really, she's not been embracing her. I'm like, she's not what? conservative. And, 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 you know, um, Candace Owens exposed all that. Oh yeah. they have You know what thing. I mean? So, so, you know, Nicole is a grifter and a con artist. So she just goes from person to person trying to get attention, trying to get a fucking, you know, and it's worked for her. And unfortunately, like, you know, as a woman, women have a lot more power when they're younger. And as they get older, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're like, yo, you're 43. Like, this is not acceptable behavior. You know what I mean? Like, in society. She's 43. Oh, yeah. yeah. She lies about her age. Oh, how old do you say she is? uh 35 34 or something some some wild shit wow but anyway uh <laughs> yeah even her passport is forged so she's might she actually might get in trouble for forging her passport too but that's a whole other thing but there was a there was she tried to sue you for something no right? she didn't no? sue no no so this is the story i refused to talk to her and she kept blowing up my friends one of my boys was like bro this chick is fucking constantly hitting me up she will not leave me alone. She's calling my wife now. You have to talk to her. And I was like, I will only speak to her if she agrees to a recorded phone conversation. And so part of that, like, so she called me. She said, I agree to this. You could use this for whatever you want, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, you're being recorded. What do you want? 
And we had a 45 minute conversation where she like attempted to gaslight me and went through emotional ability, crying and then being mad and then the, the whole gamut. And I posted the section where she admits to trying to assault me with the phone in the oh, hotel. Yeah. And that and, I, and that's what I, and so I never said anything about it. I just said, please leave me alone. Go find a new dude. Then she was on to Ryan Upchurch. Oh, so yeah. I was like, sick, heat's off. Three or four weeks later, you know, cause it's like, it's like fucking musical dicks, right? One to the next, like it's like chair, like musical chairs. She's just like, you know, just hopping on different dicks trying to get a fucking ride. And, um, you know, and then she goes for people who are, who are, have legitimacy and talent and le like who are legitimately done stuff. Cause she's kind of seen as like a little bit of a joke. I and mean, so probably well, she pays mind. all her press is paid for. So she steals from people like me and these other people. She robs people or she did like an NFT scam and then she pays publications to write things in her favor and make her look a certain way. But everyone's kind of caught on, you know, people start to realize everything in the press is paid for. So every yeah. press article, every everything like five wow. grand, ten, you want to be in Forbes magazine, eight grand. Cool. Yeah, I could be everywhere if I want to. I'm just not going to spend I didn't know the money. it was that like widespread that the cover of Maxim magazine costs like 15 grand. Which you want to be on Playboy? I should just fucking be on Playboy then. All of it's fake. I bet. It's all fake. I bet. That's I how the, there's an entire genre of work, which are publicists who don't do shit, who are just the gatekeepers of the people who you need to know to set up these, you know, deals. So anyway, I I dropped the whole thing. Fucking, you know, an upchurch. I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall. Like a month later. You know, she's beating the shit out of Upchurch, stealing his wallet, won't give it back. He's got to call the cops. She made up some cockamamie story. She's like, I'm just going to get out from under this before it gets out of control. And I'm like, that's what the, a guilty person does. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're coming out here trying to put out a narrative. It's like every single person you fuck with, there's problems. And you have all these men accusing you of the same shit. There's a pattern. It's like. Well, how many times? Well. Most men are not taking it seriously when they're being assaulted and like That's I was true. in this relationship and nobody cared like the judge saw the fucking pi pictures of my face scratched off didn't care no one cared yeah male victims of domestic violence are very no much we just yeah we deserve it right I'm like okay you know what I mean so <clears throat> because our lives are not in danger until a chick fucking tries to shoot you or something or stab you you know which like the uh, that influencer chick who stabbed their fucking boyfriend to death. And even even, then even it gets her, downplayed. She, yeah, and she got let out. Even then, it gets downplayed. It's like it becomes like a funny thing. Like, oh, this woman tried to shoot or tried to cut a guy's dick off. It's like, dude, if that if that was my if that was my brother or my cousin, I'd kill that bitch myself. Yeah. Like you deserve to die. You're a murderer. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? I don't care what gender you are. Like, what? This is the problem. Like, there's this whole fucking thing about, you know, uh, this imbalance of equality i'm like well if we're gonna make everything equal let's make it all equal why is the justice system so tilted and a lot of women know they can get away with certain fucking things too like it's not like it's out of their mindset like they're very aware of it oh so the yes craziest one. i literally was in a relationship with someone who was like i had fucking moments where my ex was like we were in front of our apartment and she's like i'll fucking scream and you're black and i'm white and we're in santa monica and I'm like, God. you're an actual human piece of shit. Holy shit. And then the next day, because she was in a blackout, I had no idea. All, most of her episodes, she doesn't even know happened. Because she was drunk? Yeah. 
Well, let's talk about sobriety because there's just so sure. much things I want to talk to you well, about. Well, no, there's more. Well, the fucking but, how this wraps up with Nicole yeah, Arbor is yeah. fucking she fucking did this whole thing with Ryan up church. I got a couple of phone calls from the boys in, in Tennessee. People asking me questions. Then it's then uh, Jared from Black Rifle Coffee. He hit me. He calls me. He's like, I think it's time to talk. Cause he dated her too. He's a great guy, by the way. I didn't oh, he's know he awesome. dated her. No, he's he's the best dude ever. Yeah, I know him for years. I've had his daughter sing "Zombie" on stage with Bad Wolves on stage. That was her. Yeah, yeah. At the whiskey. Oh my god. No, 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 not the whiskey. At uh, this was in Texas oh. on a Papa Roach tour years before. Oh, okay. So like, you know, I've had like I know him a long time. He's a good dude. He's yeah. one of Danny Warsnop from Asking Alexandria's best friends and. He's just a man. I was at his house uh, like two weeks ago. He let me shoot. Yeah, I know. He called me. He was like, you're friends with Blair White? I'm like, yeah. He's like, is she cool? I was like, yes. He's like, all right, she's coming over. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows each other. Yeah, that's all true. All the good people. Yeah. So, yeah, so he calls me. He's like, do you know Matt Santoro? I was like, the crying guy? And, and she, like, because I didn't know anything about him. He's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, you need to talk to him. So he patched him in. And he's like, he starts telling his story. Bro, what she did to these two men is... Yeah. It, it's beyond. I'm like, I was around for a 14 days in hell in purgatory. I was like, I literally, you know, I was like, I'm out of here. That's the thing, because a lot of bitches, it's like the crazy comes out, you know, months down the line, years. It's like two Well, two mental weeks. illness, this is the thing. It's a progressive disease. So as she gets older, she can't control her psychotic behavior. So she has a shorter, shorter span, right? Like within two weeks of being around me, she had gone, she had become violent. Within a couple of weeks of being around Ryan, she got violent. Right, she can't control insane. her outbursts. You know what I mean? Right. So they they hit me up. They're like, do you know Johnny Ovo? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, we got to patch him in. And then I'm like, so I then I text Jelly Roll. I'm like, bro, I'm on the phone with like five of Nicole's exes. Right? Then Travi from fucking The Art of Dying called. <laughs> like, dude, there's so many of them. She beat the shit out of this poor guy. And he's like... Just a like, he's like a long haired metal guitar player, dude, like the most chill dude. She beat the shit out of him in there on, on the tour. Like, who's just violent like that? I don't fucking get it's, it. It's, it's, I don't know what happened to her or what, or if it's a chemical imbalance, but some, you know, she's just away. And then so, away, so then, right? yeah, so then I got, I call Struggle and Jelly Roll and I'm like, yo, I need up church's number. And they're like, bro, this shit's crazy. Everyone's like, yo, no. bro. Like, so they, they like, all right. They like hit up or up church like bro there's a there's a bunch of guys who need to talk to you so he's like hey man like he calls us we're all, we're all on the line we're like bro we're with you he's like holy shit boy so everyone like was like this happened then this happened i'm like bro it's not you and he's like man you guys are fucking you know and so then we all became bros and remember when instagram had the four squares you could do four lives oh yeah, yeah. when it just happened so this is the week it happened so I'm like, bro, we should do, you know, everyone's like talking about WalletGate, hashtag WalletGate, like, you know, all Ryan's fans are like, oh, you know. And so we all took pictures holding our wallets and I posted it in the square and fucking Nicole literally had a fucking mental breakdown. Oh, I bet. She went to the courthouse and filed restraining orders against all of her exes. <laughs> Including me. If you have to have she, a restraining against all your exes, dude, who's the she problem? She said that Ryan, that I was a gangbanger, and Ryan had the police on his payroll and a murder room in his in his house that he was killing people in the basement, and the police were covering it up. Bro, full tilt. Like Holy I read this shit. shit. I'm like, this is fucking madness. Like this is a the murder most, room, though. Well, yeah. I mean, and like you, like it, it, the 
you know, the, the fucking, anyway, we call her Homer Simpson because she's, like, yellow and fat and fucking stupid. And so, like, that's what all we all call oh her. We're like, oh, Homer's up to it again. Everyone's like, yo. Oh, my God. And so. Uh, that's really funny. Yeah, and so, you know, then she, she was quiet for a while, and then she went after Candace Owens. Then Candace was like, you know, they reached out, and they were like, what do you know about this girl? Because, you know, I know everybody. And I was like, I'm, I just forward them the legal documents. I was like, you, you should just read this. You be having all the tea. And they were like, holy shit. So, so Candace already had all that information before Nicole came on the show to argue with her. So when she, she they got into the argument, it, the full argument never aired because there are defamation things. She was saying like wild shit about people that could, you know, they daily where I didn't want to get sued by any oh, so of they us. Cut it out. Oh shit. So they bleeped it out, but um. Yeah, like they had the drop on her, and wow. you know she was like, I, "I had back surgery yesterday." Like you know, They're like you had lipo, bro. Like you were literally playing drums oh in God. a fucking music video the night before, and like you didn't have back surgery. You had like your love handle sucked out because oh she God. found out on a live that we called her Homer Simpson and got like super butthurt because she's like forty pounds heavier than she looks like. That's why she wears baggy clothes. Holy shit! Yeah. She she looks like you ever see Sin City, you know the pedophile, the yellow guy with the big belly and his skinny arms? That's what we call her. <laughs> Yo. Oh bro, these comments are gonna this cost me is, a headache when this comes down. This bitch is gonna come after me now. I swear what, to God. Yeah, whatever, bro. Try it, bitch. Live free or die. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so that's settled now. Hopefully she's fucked off, right? No, no, we go well they she so her first round of lawyers abandoned her case. Oh, her wow. second round of lawyers abandoned her case. And she's on the third round of attorneys. And now so basically the 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 restraining order was thrown out and now she's being um we're going to court in November to the Supreme wow. Court because she is looking at charges of um, it's called abuse of process, and it's when you use the court's time in order to uh, do defamation or slander or whatever against somebody maliciously, where you you basically abuse the courts. Now, the other thing that's interesting is is that she got her whole plan to do this to Ryan and me and everybody was from my ex, and on the phone call that I recorded her conversation. She was like, I called your ex so-and-so, right? Oh, I'm not going to say her name because legally I can't until December 22nd of 2022. But this come this Christmas, bombs are dropping, bro. Like, and I told oh you about God. the, I told you about conspiracy to homicide, yeah. like this attempted murder thing. This, it's gonna, it, it gets real deep. Sounds like crazy bitches link up. Yeah. So fucking she fucking, the problem is, is that Nicole's not as smart as my ex and she's not as cunning. And she can't, her mental illness is not the same where she can control it. She's not as, uh, she's not in control of herself. So the, there are phone conversations linking the two of them of, of her saying like, oh, I talked to her and blah, blah. And she told me this and that and what she did and blah, you know, basically incriminating my ex about the abusive process that she committed. And Nicole literally just mimicked it. Oh my God. And um, the problem is, is that Nicole's mental illness, she couldn't come up with a reliable story. She just wouldn't. All, all these guys and they do this and this you know then she was like people rape me and everyone's like bro what the fuck are you talking about where does she go from here i mean if, you, if your reputation is just like that bad are you just kind of done i guess you get a pass when you're a woman i don't yeah, know yeah but narcissistic personality disorder is like 
you know, everybody's like, oh, I broke up with someone. They're a narcissist. Like, no, they're not. Like a true malevolent narcissistic personality disorder. A person with that kind of disorder. um, And there are two very bad personality disorders, NPD and um, borderline personality disorder. Very, very dangerous people. And so um, someone with narcissistic personality disorder, they don't, they're almost, they're on the spectrum of psychopaths. They have no, it's like American Psycho. There's no consciousness. So in her mind, everyone else is doing this. And she can't, she'll, she right. can't, she's not capable of being brought to a state of reason um, or reflection. I mean, that makes sense. If you have, if you have restraining orders against multiple of your exes, I'm yeah. sorry, no one's that unlucky to be dating just like five, six people who, yeah, yeah. You, it's just insane. And to go through the court process over and over, you know, just, it's yeah. just fucking nuts. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so we go to court and then she's looking at, I think, uh, She's looking at seven years in jail, seven years imprisonment. Holy shit. An $8,000 court fine. And then if we... Do people we, know this? Like, no. And then if we... Well, that's the law. The min, the maximum penalty for abusive process in, this, in the United States is seven years. And the mm-hmm. minimal fine to the courts is $8,000 for their wasted time. But then after that's done, we have, we're open to file uh, defamation lawsuits. Mm. So the defamation lawsuits... Um, you know, we can prove that the damage to our credibility and to our, you know, each individual person, you know, she had the, she had Fox News do a hit piece on Ryan in Tennessee in, in his hometown while he's playing arena shows. And she tried to get, she, tr- her, so the way that she blackmailed Ryan was she wrote up this contract saying that if Ryan, she would drop the domestic violence accusations if Ryan, let her perform a song with him on his stage at his sold-out arena show, and she gave 100% of the merch proceeds to her. This is what her and her lawyer came up with. What the fuck? Yeah, and so this is why her lawyers kept dropping her, because the the longer they're around, they're like, this woman is mentally ill, and our reputation is on the line. Isn't it just easier to go through life, like, not hurting people and doing crazy shit like this? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is the energy. Look, think about, look. There are just a lot of very malevolent people are emboldened right now because globally there are, we are there's a power structure in place in the planet where very malevolent people are in power. So, you know, these people yeah. relate to the George Soroses. They relate to the Klaus Schwab's. They relate to the Rockefellers. They relate to Bill Gates and the, and the, and the, you know, the, 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 you know, these are their whatever it takes, you know, like the Bernie Madoffs. There's different kinds of sociopaths, right? Mm-hmm. And so some sociopaths have no, you know, they don't care if their financial decisions cause nations to collapse and mm-hmm. co- economic poverty or if the product that they make kills hundreds of thousands of people as long as they make money. That's one type. And then there's like type two, which are like uncontrollable, violent sociopaths. So most a lot of a lot of violent criminals are type two sociopaths that are in jail. Um, I study this too because my brother is a type two, right? So my brother is a career criminal, killed people for very, for like for money. It's like was a drug dealer. Just he kept escalating deeper into into a criminal life. Um, so you and I relate 
um, my situation is not as extreme. You know, you talk, you talked about your brother, mm-hmm. your twin brother attempting to kill you. I relate in the sense that like I have a brother and he's like the the fuck up of the family, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that kind of like made shit happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think it is that set both of you guys apart? I mean, especially because you guys are twins. What was the choices. thing within you that allowed you to propel and become Choice. a fucking rock star? It's choices. You know what I mean? Like we have these definitive moments where when you're when you hit up hit the bottom you know when i got sober i was told your life you're on your way to hell you're on the elevator going down you don't have to wait to get to the bottom to get off just get off now and then take the stairs and get and go back up and you know that's what i did um and the and the principle of accountability right like being rigorously honest with yourself and the principle of being you know not just accountable to yourself, but accountable to another human being to have a relationship with someone who knows everything about you, everything, and having a relationship with, with a higher power, whatever you choose that to be, whether it's the universe or the ocean or nature or um, a Christian God or a Muslim God or a Hindu God or Buddhist God or Viking God, whatever it is that you're, you have a relationship with something greater than yourself that you hold your life actions accountable to and you have to these are things some of us have to learn right because some of us grow up in environments where we see evil people never pay consequences for their actions Mm -hmm. um and and that you know that's that's the bottom line and like somebody like me um you know people people who have i've become someone who now when people do things to me they i produce consequences for them whether they realize it or not and so, you know, uh, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. And so if I have to be held to these standards, you do too. You don't get to trespass me without there being some kind of consequence. Right. And you that's know? just about having boundaries too. That's one of the things that I've had to really learn is that a lot of, or how do I say this? I have multiple people in my family who have escaped consequences their entire life because we do live in a society that allows you to do that you don't have to necessarily take accountability for your fucking life some people they want to be on welfare they want to be on drugs or they want to be living in shitty circumstances yeah whereas you know i've had well, to it's learn e- to, it's easy yeah and i have to learn to not allow them to use me sure if that makes sense yeah yeah well that's the thing it's like when you start to create a life for yourself um and you have some sort of success or stability, if you come from nothing, the, the nothings will come for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I call them the nothings. Mm-hmm. It's like never-ending story. They yeah. just kind of, like, materialize, like, the fucking monsters from Ghost, right? The, and Patrick Swayze, and they're just like, right. you know, like, give me, uh, you know, it's people on the internet. It doesn't even necessarily mean people who are in your life, right? There are, yeah. there are people who just see your success and... You know, it's like Dave Chappelle says, like, only a coward likes to see a brave guy fall. So right. True. And I look at the media and I look at some of the hit pieces that were written on me. And I, I've I look up the men who wrote these things and and they are like. Sniveling, shriveled, I was just going to say cuckold. sniveling. Yeah, they're the kind of guys who would they beat off to pictures of like my ex-girlfriend's feet like they will never lay with a woman that the kind of women that are attracted to me because they don't have any integrity and they're not strong. And so they, they, their only, their only position as a simp 
so that they could try to feel like they're David versus Goliath, not is to is to go after anyone who's made it, right? right? Is to tear down their success because you know we used to celebrate people who are successful in this country, and we tear them down now because people's success is a reflection of society's inadequacy and their failure to rise to the occasion of life. Mm. And people only throw rocks up, not down. You know. Mm. Yeah, nobody to listen. Nobody cancels a loser. Yeah, that's so, so true. What's the point? Mm, yeah, because losers don't threaten anybody. Rough. Um, so, what is next for you? Because you have all this new music coming out. The stuff you've been releasing is so great. What's yeah, on the yeah. horizon? Well, so I fought for all these songs. So I basically. I'm putting out 40 songs. There's like 10 out now. Um, so what I did was, uh, like I was saying earlier, we sw I switched to TikTok, um, and I've just been debuting clips there. And then, you know, I took a little break because I'm, I'm get getting ready for tour. So my album is called Grand Theft Audio because motherfuckers be trying to steal my fucking music all the time. Right. Right? People are like, oh, stop making covers. I'm like, well, my originals keep getting stolen, so this is what you're going to get until, until the court cases are all settled. And, um, you know, it's just like, you know, it's it's been successful. You know, we, yeah. we've shot music videos for about 12 songs. I have a new YouTube channel. Now that I could put everything out, like I'm on Spotify, I'm on Pandora. And, you know, to the, to the you know, I guess disdain of those who don't want to see me rise i'm outselling everybody isn't that so great i mean yeah but it's like it's i'm outselling anyone and i'm still selling less than i would have if i still had all my profiles and accounts right anyway. so you, you have to like i look at it as like okay this is like 20 percent of what i'm actually worth yeah i'm sure that's fucking frustrating but i will say like your perseverance is super inspiring. I mean, yeah. you've been banned multiple Thanks. times, but you're still fucking killing it. You're putting out yeah. really high quality shit. Your music videos are amazing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm a, I'm a creative as an artist. I, my thing is like, you know, I strive for some for a perfect vision, and so, and that's a difficult thing if you're a loser to be around. And, mm. you know, people are like, oh, you know, I've been in a bunch of bands and people are like, oh, Tommy Vex, he always is leaving a band. And I'm like, yeah, because I had to come to a point where I realized I'm a solo artist, mm. you know, and now like my new album is better than anything I would have put out with my previous band because I don't have anyone sabotaging it with their shitty ideas and their right. garbage creation. And like, I say that not in an arrogant way. I say it as a matter of fact. Well, it's also a no brainer. I mean, even if you just look back at, fucking bad wolves it's like does anyone know anyone else in that band i mean no because you're, the, you're well, the face it's not just a face it's like the songs are about my life and right. i wrote them right you know what i mean like so and you're the star period yeah but well i mean it is what it is there are plenty of bands that have multiple stars right like in my current band i picked guys who were more alpha and sober and like, dude, like in my band, I'm I'm in a band with a guy who's got fucking two million followers on every platform and is a male model and fucking gets more ass than a toilet seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, this is great because no one in this band is going to be mad at me if women are attracted to me. Like I would get heat for having hot girls around me from my own band members. That's kind of and their and their and their fat girlfriends would fucking stalk me and be and then start fights with the the band members and be like, why are all these fucking girls backstage? And they're like, I'm like, bro, last time I checked, it's I'm your fucking boss. I pay your fucking yeah. salary, and I fucking pay your bills. And if I want to have fucking hot chicks around, 
I'm allowed to. And why? Like, if I was gay, I'd be fucking Freddie Mercury, and there'd be fucking <laughs> bunch of gay hot dudes around. Like whatever the fuck. I'm like, I'm a rock star. Right. I earned the right. Period. I shoveled coal. I picked up dog shit. I had every kind of shitty job you can't have, and now I'm living it up. That's the thing. and this you is the dream. Nothing. But it's the dream. Like nobody want. Look, this is one thing about like Five Finger Death Punch, dude. These guys drop. They have private jets. They fucking have Lamborghinis. They fucking have hot girls around them. Like. You get, and you know what? Yeah, yes. you gotta own it. Yes. What's the point of becoming a rock star if you're gonna be like Pearl Jam and just fucking you know stare at your shoes and like I, listen, right. I'm not here for that. Right. And that that's their vibe. Like my vibe is like I'm yo, I want to have a good time. You know, my my backstages are like I'm sober and like people have a great time. You know, I make sure there are drinks for my friends. Like everyone comes back thing. here. There's lots of everyone's respectful. Everybody looks good now. There's like political discourse, people hugging each other. It's not like no one's blowing lines or fucking shooting yeah. dope in the bathroom anymore. Your fan base is great. Just having been to two of your shows now, it's like. Oh, yeah, you came to Austin too. Yeah, it's your fans are great. They're all respectful. A lot of them are sober as well. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's not like you're doing like fucked up rock star stuff. You're just enjoying your fucking success. That's it. And yeah. as you should. Yeah. Um, all right. I feel like I could talk to you for six hours. Six. But we got to so wrap it up. We're going to have to do part two. We will at, yeah. in December. Okay. That's when we'll do it. When we're back. Thanks right. so much for coming, Tommy. Uh, yeah. Where can everyone follow you? Everyone needs to follow you. Okay. Uh, TikTok, Tommy is vexed. That's probably the big one. And then you can subscribe to my YouTube page. I'm new on YouTube, so I only have like 70,000 followers. But it's Tommy Vexed, the lone wolf, right? So if you want to find me on Spotify, Pandora, it's the lone wolf on same on on everything. So all streaming platforms, Deezer, we're all over Europe. Um, you know, yeah. Did we get everything? How I much time? How much time do we get? <laughs> I, we're, we're definitely over an hour. We could have went for fucking ever, but I have a flight to catch. But what time's your flight? Uh, in like four hours or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, same time as mine. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what time I bought you. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Everyone there's this, there's still, we didn't. There's so much more tea. Like I know, we should have did. We but that's what we're gonna double. come back for. We're gonna do more and more. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, do it. Everyone's got to catch up with Tommy. Make sure you're following him. He's banned all the time, but find his fucking accounts. Oh, you know what? I did want to bring this up because it's really funny. Oh, yeah, so, any last word you got to say? Say it. Yeah. So, so in so I got a message from my booking agent uh, about a month ago. I remember. I think I called you, and there was some people who I was formerly associated with had started a rumor through Live Nation that I didn't like trans and gay people, that I was an anti-gay trans person. But that's just not true. I know. And, like, I've been in, you know, my former guitar player, Angel Vivaldi, is gay. Like, we're friends. I'm obviously friends with Christian Walker. And you defended I, me on air recently. You told me about it. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, we had, yeah, one of our, one of my other friends is not cool. Is like, he's not cool. He's mm -hmm. transphobic. Mm -hmm. And like he said some dumb shit on the internet. And like I called him out on a very large podcast about it. And like, and I have, like, I don't think that people who are fighting the same fight for freedom of speech should be fighting each other. Yeah. And also, if that's your opinion, cool. Keep it to yourself. I don't do the infighting shit. That's why I've never responded to that person. Well, I mean, it's, 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 that's probably what they want. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it's low hanging fruit. And I just like, you know, when I look at the the conservative Christian base, I think a lot of people on like 
you could say that you're Christian, but you're not necessarily walking in line with what Christ wanted for you. Like the way that Christ lived a perfect life. I don't think if Christ came down here, he'd be judging people like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And those types of people always have, not making any direct statements about that person, but those type of people that, you know, throw the stones constantly. It's like when you look at what's really going on in their fucking lives, it's usually pretty fucked up. It's never yeah. kosher. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I just don't think it's constructive for the cause, and I don't think that it's uh, uh, it's disharmonious to to our, to our progress yeah. in a fight against totalitarianism. Yeah, it's like, like maybe you know, once the bigger fish is fried, we can get down to the little stupid shit, but until then, maybe just, like, buck up. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, it's like, you know, the, the Roe v. Wade thing, right? Like, everyone's like going crazy about this. I'm like, this is not important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, right I, now. I, 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 I'm like, this is like whether what, this is not matter. I'm like, we're literally living in an occupation. Our country is occupied by foreign corporate entities have literally hijacked our government and hijacked our election. And we're literally about to become a communist country. And people are like, they're going to fuck abortion. I'm like, bro, first of all, you could still get one. Everybody relax. And like my favorite was all the people in like California, New York, like burning shit and like protesting. It's like you still get to do it where you live. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's it, the these people are either paid, they're either paid to create this unrest. Yeah. Or they're just so fucking dumb. And they're so miserable and so yeah, and so like and what else they're just like rubble rubble, you know. That's all I I'm like, okay guys. Yeah. I don't even pay it any mind anymore. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, cool. Oh, the clowns are fucking having a clown parade. Yeah. It's, it's... the teddy bear picnic, right? You remember that book when you were a kid? Which Today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Whenever fucking Antifa or these people get all riled up, that's why I look at it. Because me and six of my friends could easily uh, annihilate their entire sh- their entire shit. Oh, of course, and they're always so like just fucking disgusting. Like, look, they haven't you fucking eaten meat in like twelve years. Like, yeah, they want to listen. They try the the fucking bug menu, the bug happy meal. Yeah, they're eating crickets, girl. Yeah, me- mealworm mealworms and fucking. Bleh. That's okay, a whole so- other episode. You're not transphobic and you're not going to eat bugs. I'm not eating bugs. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not eating bugs. Thanks for coming, Tommy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>